Welcome to the Ausgel Podcast, where we bring the gel ball community together. Each week, we have a special guest where we talk about what's new in the world of gel ball, be it milsims, speedball, and everything in between. Now, welcome to our host. Hi, I'm Dan from Ausgel. And I'm Raymond from Antox. And today I'm joined by Raymond, one of the original gel ballers from our industry and entrepreneur in our industry as well. Mate, Ray, thank you very much for joining us. I think this has been a long time coming. You've been a member and an active member of the community for a very long time now. Um, let's learn a little bit about you. So tell us about who you are first and then how you got into gel ball. Well, um, my name is Raymond. Um, I came from Indonesia. I studied back in Sydney. Um, back in 20, I graduated in 2013 and I got a job in Brisbane, so here I am. From well, I came from an airsoft background. Indonesia airsoft is legal. Yep. Uh, it's very highly regulated, so you pretty much have um, what do you call it a serial number in every single blaster that you have there. So it's is highly regulated. Sure. And sorry. So so you are you're from Indonesia, you said? Yes. Okay, cool. So you studied in Sydney, and then you yeah. you scored a gig up here in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And airsoft background. So, so tell us a little bit more about that, mate. So I started um, when I was 14 years old. So my dad actually uh, gave me like an airsoft gun. Back then it was like Tokyo Mari M4 RIS. Still, front set was like metal and then the, the, the receiver is still plastic because I think at that time the, in, in Japan, you cannot have a full replica. Yeah. So I think... 60% or like 50% of them needs to be plastic still. Um, but yeah, from there on, I just played till um, till 19 before I actually came, came to Australia to study. Yeah. And mm. and was gel ball already sort of an active thing when you started? Or um, like when you started playing gel ball, was it already sort of kicking along? Or was it? No, no. no. Um, our first time I saw, uh, found gel ball was back, actually back in Sydney. Yeah. Um, uh, there's like a like a P90. So it's a white P90 with a hopper fan, and then I was like, oh, "Yeah, wow. looks cool, but it's not playable." And then I came, I came to Sydney, and I'm oh, sorry, I came to Brisbane, yep. and I found, I think the, my first blaster was well G36. Ah, nice. The blue, yeah, and, and, blue and gray one, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's the no, actually, uh, not the blue one. Is the transparent one? Oh wow, I do remember those too. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah old school. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, very old school. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, compared to airsoft, where uh, you can actually engage people, you know, you know, um, at eighty meters, this one is only like at that time with a hot up. I can only shoot people within 20, 15 meters yeah. max. Yeah, but the technology, that. like. Technology in general for the last like one half or two years is just developing so fast. And especially when you actually uh, introduced the uh, Austria Elites. Uh-huh. And I was like, when I shoot it the first time with my, um, it was, uh, I think, Wells Honey Badger. Um, it has similar range with the standard Tokyo Marine that I had before, like my first Tokyo Marine M4. Wow. So I was like, yeah. That's oh, pretty that's cool, cool like, yeah. How, how we evolved it. Yeah. 
it, it has come a long way, hasn't it? Because um, mm. it was it was a bit of a weird transition. We what well, we start off with like V three sort of gearboxes, and then slowly came back to V two, which is essentially the standard for a lot of uh, ARM four replicas out there. But um, mm. how how did you personally find that? That transition. I mean, obviously, um, coming from an airsoft background, have have you found that you're able to get that same? You're able to scratch that itch, you know, and 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 really sort of get the same feeling out of job ball. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, especially well in airsoft world, when we transition from um, EAG, which is an electric one, and going towards the gas blowback one, it takes about two three years before they arrive. In Indonesia, yeah. where we are at the moment, like AAG coming like two years ago, and then and um, within six eight months, we um, P1 introduced to the market. I was like, oh wow, okay. Well, it's not perfect as you know whatever yeah. um, that we have, like whatever product that we have at the moment, but still, like the technology is actually um, faster than what I experienced before in Asobol. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really good to know. Well, um, mm-hmm. let's talk about Mad Dogs. So what is Mad Dogs? Is it a team or? Um, it's not a team. It's, it's, it's like um, it's like organization that we all, I can say it's like a, it's like a cult, but it's not a cult. So pretty much we have a standard SOP yep. uh, that we um, carry on and we promote as well. Yep. which is portmanship, integrity, and uh, kinship. So people are the one who have, have a medical pass doesn't mean that, oh, they are in the team or anything like that, but they yeah. they only, they actually adopt the SOP that we have yeah. internally. Yeah, so... Um, so it's, it's like a it, pseudo club. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right, that's right, yes. Excellent. Because I've seen a lot of good stuff coming out of that direction. I've seen uh, there's a lot of stuff you're doing with um, soft ops as well. Um, mm-hmm. and trend over there and and I think a lot of those collaborations the the media content that I see is is really good you got that really nice sort of um, I guess cinematic feel to a lot of the videos that you guys are releasing and um, I really like a lot of the positivity that that you push out into the community there as well you know daily posts um, you know it's it's a little bit of philosophy but it's always very positive but um, tell us more about the style of gameplay that you guys are into for us is I know we are um, some like not all of us, but some of us like a gear for it. We 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 um we actually buy in your know, real steel um, yep. gear. It's like from sword, from platter tech and stuff. But hmm. our main focus is in the, in the gameplay. Um, yeah. We not we are focusing on on, on implementing uh, teamwork, definitely strategy and tactics. So. We have a couple of speed software in our team, um, but mainly we are, I cannot say we are a mill simmer because it's, it's, mill simmer is like more focusing to go towards gears, yeah. a proper military SOP, yep. blah, blah, blah. But we are more like, I think it's in between mill simmer. We have a little bit of speed software as well because we like yep. that intensity, like fast pace um, sure. um, 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 gameplay. So like indoor um, CQB with a dash of milsim sort of thing, maybe. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. that's cool. Well, um, yeah, it's it's good. You know, you guys have a a, a really sort of tight looking 
format of gameplay that you seem to stick to at all the fields. Looks really good. Um, but I, I've noticed, I don't know if you guys have much to do with them because you guys play a lot around Wacol and, and hardcore blasters. But I yeah. do know that there's um, quite a large presence of, uh, of police in the sport as well. And um, But I, I do notice that they don't like people knowing that, they, that there are police playing the sport as well. But, um, but they're genuinely into it, aren't they? What, what's your experience like when you're, when you're playing these games and you come across someone who might be in the police force or someone who might be um, in the military? Well, a couple of our members are actually still active um, yep. um, in, in, in the military. Um, yeah. uh, police, I don't I don't know. I don't think we have anyone from the police. Sure. Um, but at the same time, um, from my love itself, like we actually promoting what the police is trying to, to do. I yes. mean, um, we want to keep our sport, right? Mm. So, um, and the police job is to actually keep everyone safe, including us as well. Yeah. And um, uh, with the stop and think campaign, we are supporting them like kind of 10%. Why? Because we, we love our sport. Yeah. And we don't want to have, um, you know, random guy actually to, to that, that will ruin it. Like, for example, you know, running running on the street with with the gel blaster on hand oh. that's not a good look yeah. and that's why like we have this SOP in place um, if anyone in Maddox do that then we we have a certain protocol to deal with it to guide them in the right way yeah and also at the same time we have uh, we 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 run Maddox like an organization so we have like warnings and stuff so we have yeah. like three warnings and it get expelled. Um, so yeah, it, uh, in have, of, have you ever uh, considered implementing something like public lashings? Public lashings, I'm not sure. Like what whipping, if someone does something <laughs> wrong, you yeah, take off their shirt, whip them in public, and and really teach them a lesson, set an example. I reckon that's no. going to be nice and firm. Yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> for our sport, I guess, but no. yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, we well, we had a couple of like uh, in especially like a like a. If someone have a birthday, but it depends on also with the yeah. team leader as well. So we have like eight different teams. So yep. but most of the team they don't want to implement violence, like you know, yeah, um, shooting uh like shooting at a particular person with like you know 20 different guys. So yeah. we don't we don't do that. Um uh but we do have warnings and protocol yeah. in place and we have um uh, a board of leadership. So uh, so but I'm serving the board of leadership. This yeah. board of leadership contains about eight different uh, team leaders. Wow. That if they have uh, issues um, that they cannot solve by themselves in their team, usually they came out to the leadership board and then discuss it and how we're going to tackle um, um, the issues from there. Nice. So there's almost like a bit of a corporate structure to, to Mad Dogs where, yeah, um, everyone can interface like that. That's good. That's good. So, yeah. Excellent. Well, um, look, you really hit the nail on the head there with something you said where, um, I, you know, I think it's true that we definitely need to be supporting our police. I mean, um, especially here in Queensland, it's one of the few states in our country where the police, rather than just do some quick Google searches to see what gel ball's about, they've actually gone out there, picked up a gel blaster and attended the fields to see what the community's like, what the culture's like. And um, I think when they came back, that had that had a lot to do with, I think, why we have gel ball here in Queensland and why we've got this good relationship with the police because they've seen that, you know, 
there's people that are that are into this as a hobby and um, and also treat it as a legitimate sport. And then you've got clubs like Mad Dogs, um, you know, who have very strict rules. If anyone breaks those rules, then obviously there's consequences for them. Uh, no, no violence, of course, but um, you know, it's uh, it's good and it's it's great to see that sort of organisation within the gelball community. But in your opinion, um, what what do you think the future of gelball looks like in in Australia? This is, um, I would say. Especially to uh, especially on on what happened in WA and in South Australia. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I would say we will be uh, regulated at some point. Yes. Um, and when I look at this South Australia case, um, I think that's the more likely that we're going to go that way. I yeah. mean, you need to have some sort of license or some sort of reason, which is at the moment. That, that that stop and uh, stop and think campaign sort of like already cover it, but yeah. it's not uh, official as yet. Like you you, yeah. you don't need like like proper gun license to to own on one. Um, yeah. But I believe if um, us as the uh, community not able to uh, maintain the relationship with the police or maintain our own uh, members to actually act accordingly. It may be, you know, we may go towards the towards uh, what happened in South Australia. Yeah, very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's why, I like, um, I really like your your um, your team as well. Like Softer. Um they 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 put a lot of good stuff and then try to educate people as well uh, on their end. Um, especially, I think Spitsoft is more. In, in terms of media coverage, there are more presence. Um, yeah. um, it's good for us uh, to actually educate people to actually how handle this jail blaster, and then it's just to make sure that um, the police will not, you know, um, change their minds. Like, okay, you know, absolutely, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I definitely get what you're saying there, man. Now. Mm-hmm. Um, you were also you're also involved professionally in the industry as well. So I know you're involved in the sport, but um, tell us about your you know your your business involvement in the industry. Oh, business involvement. Um, pretty much, it's, it's I would say it's still the hobby. Yep. Um, I, I like I like I like doing business. I like I like yeah. doing some sort of like entrepreneurship. Um, sure. But the the way I do business, I I know I sign up with BTS Syndicates uh, yep. from Hong Kong. Um, but the money that I, I, I invested there, I sort of like giving back away to the community as well. So like nice. any profits, usually what I do is like, um, uh, giving back, uh, for example, I, for example, like now I'm running a, a junior team called Severus. Yep. So pretty much like profit that I got from that, that store, I actually yeah. invest to the juniors. Like, you know, I mean, juniors, cool. they don't. You know, they don't, some of them not, not working and some yeah. of them was like kind of bought like a good gear. So yeah. I supplied them like a, a good gear um, so they can play and then can, they can train with, with the rest of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully they grow and then they become, they can become the the, 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 uh, the new face of the, the community, the new generation of the community that yep. can actually guide the, the, the others to actually do the right thing. And that's so important, you know, such a big important thing that you've mentioned there because I've, I've noticed when, when you look across the industry, there's a lot of people starting to do that now. And I think fields and retailers are realising that without a new generation of kids to come into the industry, there is no industry. 
you know, we, we don't want to end up stagnant where we have um, a sport full of old people and no one else because then who wants to play, you know? I mean, it's um, mm. it, it's one of those things where I think it's good to just keep that rotation happening and, and introduce new blood, so to speak, and um, things like what you're doing there, fantastic. You know, I think it really helps to promote industry growth and um, and it's appreciated by all of us who are in the business. That sort of thing is definitely appreciated. So uh, good on you, mate. Well, um, look, have you, have you got any advice for people who might want to get into job ball? Well, firstly, don't invest too much. Yes, yeah. Like probably you will see, you know, you know, people with HPA, blah, 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 like yep. spending like two, three grand straight away. No, no, take it slowly, get, you know, a proper um, um, a blaster like, from, for example, like SLR or SIG552 or like the Jingong M4RAS, like, you know, yeah. um, just to, to feel it first, like, because this sport sometimes is not for everyone. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, now becoming to, to us, like uh, the, the, the one that have been here for a while, mm. that's our, our, also our job to actually encourage them to come in, yep. be welcome to them, guide them to the right way. Um, but yeah, for for the first 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 timer, don't invest too much. Feel it. Go to different fields. Uh, don't just just go to one and then you know and and label it like oh, devil is like this. No, no. Yeah. Different field and also play with different things as well. Um, um, and yeah. Oh man, that's some solid yeah. advice. Well. Um- Look, Ray, thank you very much for joining us, mate. Um, we'll, we'll start to close it off there, but before we do go, can you let everyone know how they can find more about find, find out more about you and Mad Dogs? Uh, well, we have a Facebook account, um, yep. Mad Dogs Inc., and we have our, our Instagram account called Sign Project. So we can you can follow us there, and yeah, hopefully I'll see you in the field. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at some stage I'll I'll be it's a pretty a, easy yeah. target. Well, to you're popping up everywhere. Yeah. So. Oh, good stuff. Mm. All right. Well, definitely look forward to that, mate. And um, and ladies and gents, as always, I'm Dan from Ausgel. You can find Ausgel at www.ausgel.com.au. Across all the socials as Ausgel and on Instagram at Ausgel Ammo. Ray, Mad Dogs, thank you very much for joining us. See you later, guys. Thank you for having me.